Hey guys, welcome to the Ashley Hand Show. I'm your host, Ashley Hanawacker, an online branding and marketing strategist, author, speaker, and influencer. And I'm taking you behind the scenes with some of the most powerful, successful, influential entrepreneurs, CEOs, and leaders on this planet about all things business, marketing, and mindset. My mission is to educate and inspire you through sharing valuable insights, tangible tools, and actionable strategies to help you amplify your business, your life, and your results so you can be the best version of you. I've got an amazing, heart-centered, powerful woman on today's episode, Sarah Pendrick. She is a leader in the women empowerment space, an international speaker, serial entrepreneur, and a TV show host. Sarah is really creating a movement for women all over the world. She's been named one of Forbes' top inspiring female entrepreneurs and was recently awarded the Iconic Woman of the Year. She is the founder of the Girl Talk Network, which is one of the largest and fastest growing online and offline communities for female empowerment and transformation around the world. In her work, Sarah showcases how being a female entrepreneur and tech founder doesn't have to look just one way. She is truly the real deal. She's such a genuine soul. I'm so excited for you to meet her and learn from her today. This is a powerful conversation we're about to have. So get ready to meet Sarah Pendrick. Sarah, I am so excited to have you on the show today. And um, I'm just like, I think, you know, what we're about to talk about is really important. And for all you ladies listening this is going to be a really powerful episode because I know Sarah is an incredibly powerful woman and she's got so much wisdom, so much insight to bring to you today. So make sure you have your pens, your papers out and you're taking notes. Um, and, you know, Sarah, I'd love to start out and really just hear from you how what spawned, what inspired you to create Girl Talk Network? And if you'd like to also speak into what Girl Talk Network is, what you stand for, um, and what the mission of Girl Talk Network is, that would yeah. be amazing. First, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I think you are such like a badass. Hopefully, am I allowed to say that on here? <laughs> Can we <say laughs> you're allowed. <laughs> um, like, should I ask that? But I think you're such an amazing woman. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. And thanks for everything that you do. And thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you. And yes, back at you. I feel like, so I met, when did we meet, Sarah? When was that? That was, um, it was ALA. Yeah, maybe a year, a little bit over a year ago. Yeah. So we were, we were in the same, um, an ALA group and, um, Ascension Leadership Academy. You guys have heard me talk about it a ton and she was in there and we met and I knew I was like, we're going to, we're going to be friends at some point. And I definitely knew that I wanted you on the podcast. So this is like awesome that it's finally happening. So I'm super excited. <laughs> well, I love the conversation that we're going to have because I felt like when I saw you, I like knew we were going to be friends too. And then I just realized it's taken a year because I feel like we like knew we were going to be friends, but we didn't like make the first move and we haven't like mm -hmm. connected yet until now. So I'm excited. But yeah, so Girl Talk is a platform for women at any place in their life. It started off as a nonprofit. So I would do events and then give back to our next generation. And then I realized that I wanted to do coaching. I wanted it to do, I wanted it to be 
this platform that was global, whether it was like events or a TV show or coaching programs, just a place for me to empower women so that they could empower those around them and in their community. And really the reason that it was even started was because of my craving to have sisterhood and for women empowerment and for women to know that we really do rise together. I know that it's really like a trend now, but when I started Girl Talk, I was going door to door to get people to come to my women's event, calling it a women supporting women event. And people would literally say, what does that even mean? So it's Mm. like kind of crazy that that's how it all started. And now I'm grateful that it's a trend, but for me, it's even more than that. It's really like how we're meant to be in community with each other. And Mm -hmm. I've gone through bullying and all the things. So there's like a lot of reasoning and purpose behind Girl Talk and what I do. Mm, That's beautiful. And you really have, you've created a movement, you know, and, and that's, it's, it's so needed because women, we can be freaking nasty, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I'm, I'm sure those of you listening have been on the other end of that. I know I have, and I was also bullied. Um, were you, so were you bullied when you were like, what, what age range were you experiencing bullying? So I actually experienced bullying for the first time from my grandma, which is like really crazy because I had an all like male side of the family. They didn't know how to handle like a strong woman that came in. And I think my grandmother also didn't know how to handle that. So I really experienced that when I was younger and then went into elementary school through middle school. And then it started to change for me in high school. And that's kind of also a part of what I do because I really think that women get to be who they are and not wear these masks because they're so scared of judgment. And that's so much my story that I became popular, quote unquote, in high school because I wasn't being myself, but I was like trying to protect myself from being bullied. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Who can relate to that? I mean, I can totally, I can totally relate to that. I actually similar to you, you know, my bullying was probably the most intense when I was in junior high school. Yeah. Um, and then I, I was really, really religious in high school. Um, so I was really, I isolated myself. Um, and I, I remember also isolating myself because I was scared of rejection and the bullying and the judgment that I just, I just wanted to be, I I wanted to minimize any chance of that happening. Um, And, and then when I started to get actually, I I remember it was when I actually started blossoming into my looks. Like I I was kind of always like a little awkward looking growing up. And then I I started kind of blossoming in in the latter half of, of high school. And that's when I started kind of experiencing acceptance. Um, and I started to try to act the part, you know, that the part that I thought I should act. And I was betraying myself for years, you know, in college. Um, and I was severely unhappy because that's the, the, the biggest self betrayal that we can ever do you guys is when we're not allowing ourselves to be who we truly are. Yeah. I mean, that is self-betrayal at its finest. We're not living our truth and it's painful. It's so painful. It doesn't I, feel I good. I have the same similar story as you where I was like, okay, I get to not be this person. I get to be this person that everyone's accepting, even though that's not really me because I felt like, oh, I was keeping myself safe. But mm-hmm. then the pain of not being myself I realized was even worse. And that's how I was able to break through it. Cause it's like, when you're not being yourself and you're playing this role to stay safe, you are attracting all these people that really don't align with who you are. Yes. That took me a while to understand, but I was so lonely and surrounded by people and I wasn't getting bullied anymore, but I was seriously like so miserable, felt so misunderstood. And that's a really hard place to be as a woman. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're being accepted, but are you being accepted by the people that you even want to be accepted yeah. by? Yeah. Because it's so true. I mean, we we are who we attract. And if we're acting the part, we're going to attract those people who also may be acting the part, by the way. We're also playing the surface game. And um, at the end of the day, when we're when we're brave enough to really express who we are and be who we are, be okay with the fact that those people aren't going to accept you because that ain't your tribe anyway. Right. That's you're not even going to be happy if if you're in that. I mean, if you're if you're betraying yourself, you're going to attract people who will likely betray you. Yeah. Yeah. You're and your authentic yeah. self, your truth. Yes. Yeah. And then I think people make the mistake or maybe they're just not aware at the time of they'll say something. And then have you ever had this happen where the tribe that you were in wasn't your true aligned tribe. And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, I would get those like comments, like that's so weird or that doesn't happen for people. Mm. What? Like, am I the only one in the world that thinks like this? Because I wasn't like being my true self and bringing in ever so many other people think like we do. Like there's so many people and mm-hmm. like, it changes when you start like judgment sucks. I'm not going to lie. Like it's definitely something that I worked through in AOA actually, but it's nothing's more painful than being around people that you're not aligned with and not being true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So uh, when you had that breakthrough, um, what for you was like the biggest aha that you could share um, with our audience? Hmm. So for me, I wish that I had one aha moment. I feel like it I have little aha moments around along the way during mm-hmm. my journey. The first one at that time was when I went to college and, you know, I was out on my own kind of like stepping into what I wanted to do rather than what society or my family or whoever thought that I should be doing. So I really got mm-hmm. like introduced to that. It was okay to shine. And so like the more that I would shine, the more that I would be myself, the happier that I would feel. So it was kind of like just a little bit of discovery in that area. And then along the way, especially when I, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, but when I really started stepping into that, I was so tired of people telling me that that doesn't happen, that my aha moment came more so out of being like tired and just like, this doesn't sound right. Like, I'm not going to live like this. I'm not going to have people tell me what's possible, what's not possible and what I can't do as a woman. So it really just came out more so of like, this isn't the truth. So I'm going to start following my truth. Mm. Yeah. And I like that first point that you said, you know, it, uh, the discovery, it's like you're, um, you're reaffirming mm-hmm. truth by, by, I say this a lot, like flexing, you know, you're flexing the muscle that's been unused you know, which for example, the muscle could be following my heart, you know, listening to my heart, following my heart. If that's something that, you know, if you've been, um, in in this, that space of self self betrayal and not being yourself and, and not listening to yourself and, and, and having, you know, all these people shooting on you and you listening to all those should. So then you start shooting on yourself, following your heart is not something that you're incapable of doing. It's just something you haven't done in a while, you know? So I love that you said, you know, you took that that leap and you were affirmed along the way, the more you did listen. And I'm sure it was uncomfortable, right? Of course. To make, yeah, like super uncomfortable, but trusting in, you know, and having, you know, faith, let your, letting your faith be bigger than the worry, the concern, the fears um, that could hold you back. So I love that. That's so beautiful. Um, So, and, and that, 
that second point you said, I think, I think for me, I can relate to both of those so much first off, like, like my ahas are, are, are pretty similar. Um, people telling me that, you know, it's like a part of us is, is almost re- for me, I have a little rebellion in me, <laughs> you know, it's like, don't tell me I can't, you know, <laughs> show you, you know? Um, and, uh, so I definitely have a little bit of that. Um, but then I also have that part of me that uh, is really scared. That was really scared of failing, and and the per and whoever told me that it's not possible being right. Yeah, you know, like oh, they were right. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, they were right. Da-da. And um, and looking looking like a failure because I have a looking good um like racket that just. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, it's, it's still to this day, it comes up, you know, luckily I have tools where I know what to do when it comes up. Um, but if, if you're listening right now and you have that, um, I'll tell you right now, you're actually not afraid of the other person being right. And you're actually not afraid of what, of, of being a failure or of looking like a failure. You're actually, it's actually much deeper than that. It's your own self image. It's actually that you actually start to doubt yourself at your core, that like you start questioning yourself that maybe I am a failure, mm-hmm. you know? So I think like, just to, just to shed light on that for you guys, like when I realized that that was huge for me, because it's not even like, so what someone, someone looks at you and is like, ha ha, I was right. So what? You're yeah. not going to die. Like who cares? The reason it affects you is because you actually have a little insecurity there. You have a belief that, Maybe, for example, one that I had that that's still I'm work that I I'm gonna have and I still work through for and I will for the rest of my life. It's there, which is this like deep rooted fear of being fundamentally flawed, mm. like being fundamentally flawed. Like there's something wrong with me. Mm. And I, I've done so much work, and I and I and I know um, the truth. However, it still will re- rear its head and. Um, and I think if you can get clear on what that deep rooted fear is for you um, and confront it head on um, and really reignite your truth, that's going to be a card that you can pull out in any of those moments, you guys. Yeah, because once you know, like it really equates back to anything. Like if you can think of anything that you're quote unquote suffering, it's going to equate back to that one thing, like you just said. Like for me, it was the like not being safe. So when people would tell me I couldn't do that, or my dad, who's like more old fashioned was like, oh, that doesn't happen for people like us. Or like, you're, you know, you get married, you do this. Like I used to take that so personally because I would say, oh, he doesn't believe in me. But then I realized it was just his own beliefs. And why did I need him to believe in me so badly? It was because for some reason, like him believing in me had me feel safe. And so it just goes down back down to like, if people don't like me or if people don't believe in me, then I'm not safe. So I really, really like held on to that belief. So really for me, anytime I'm feeling like I'm suffering or something's coming up, I just know it goes down. It goes back to like needing to be liked because I equated being liked to being safe. But then mm-hmm. like you, there's a part of me that's like an activist. If I take any of those personality quiz, it's like visionary activist. But my <laughs> activist part kind of saves me because it's like, no, like stand up. Who cares if people don't like you? Everyone can't like you. And if everyone does like you, then you're definitely not being yourself. Mm, okay. Amen. Yeah. Like that, write that down. Yeah. Write that <laughs> down. Right now. It's not even possible. You guys, first off, it's 
it's just not possible. So that's the first thing. And secondly, like, yes, if I, I used to say, um, that the, I let, I, I said this a lot last year, I said, I let haters, the number of hate mail I receive, like usually through like Instagram, right? Like the number of hate messages I get be an indicator of my confidence, mm-hmm. my confidence level and my success. And, and success to me meant like how powerful I was showing up, right? Yeah. So, um, because, and that's a reason my book's called magnetic confidence and not just normal confidence is because when you're magnetic, what it means is you become polarizing because you have such a deep rooted belief and confidence in who you are, what you stand for and your truth that you're so like, so, um, strong in that, that you actually repel people who don't align to that and you attract people who do. So you just become this polarizing, like walking, you know, magnet. Yeah. That's that's something they need to write down. I'm going to remember that too, because the more powerful you show up, that's Mm -hmm. people's reactions to you. They're going to love it because they're like, oh, she's doing it. That gives me that permission or they're going to not love it. And they're going to have a problem with it because you're triggering them. Mm -hmm. One or the other. So show up powerful AF and make a difference because even though you're triggering them and you think they think they are, you think they don't like you, you're actually really helping them. So if you're a person that wants to make a difference, I feel like that's what gets me through like any of my old people pleasing ways. It's like, Mm. great, they don't like me, then I'm showing them something that they like get to figure out because ultimately I want to make a difference. So it kind of sucks for a second, especially in friendships with women when you're like, I didn't do anything wrong. I just showed up as myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, like, cause there's, there's good, there's times where it's feedback and this is actually a really good thing to know too. Cause this was a big aha for me is like, there's feedback and then there's just judgment, mm-hmm. right? So like opinion, judgment, whatever perception, let's say feedback, I would say, you know, whereas in like, okay, I, I'm maybe this is something that I get to work, work on is like, what's that quote? It's like, if, you know, call me an ass once, whatever, you know, call me an ass eight times. I'll buy myself a saddle or whatever. What is that? <laughs> Did I just totally butcher that? <laughs> I don't know that one, but I will look it up. <laughs> okay. If you know that, if you know what, what I'm talking about, please <laughs> screenshot this part and put the correct one and tag us. Okay. <laughs> because it's a good quote, but basically it's just saying like, if one person or two people, okay, whatever. But if you keep hearing the same thing over and over yeah. again, you know, it could be feedback for you and in an area where you can grow. So it's both, right? It's, it's totally both. And, and I, that's a question I've gotten before. So I'm happy you brought that up because that's for me, the distinguisher is, um, if it's feedback, it's something that you've gotten repeatedly throughout your life or throughout, you know, a a significant period of time. Um, and, uh, cool, like awesome. That's, that's awesome for you. Yeah. Then you get to grow there. Yeah. And I I fell in love with feedback. I love it because now I just will find out like if any situation happens, I'll be like, where can I take responsibility for it? Like, where did I contribute to this or where, you know, how did I show up that gave that, like gave off that impression or whatever it is. But again, Mm -hmm. like you said, there's such a difference between feedback and something and other people's judgments that you just have absolutely no control over. So you can ask yourself like, oh, where can I find responsibility? Or I could see you know, I could see Mm -hmm. where they're coming from. How can I show up differently? Or how can I shine more of my true self? Or is this just their own problem? Now I get to show myself the self love and like, release it to them and know that it's their judgment has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, we don't need to agree with people to love them. Yeah, you know, we can still 
we can still love them. Um, and that's why this world's such a beautiful place. I mean, the light, it wouldn't exist without the contrast, you know? So, um, it's, it's, that was a big, um, one for me when I realized like, I don't have to love you or I don't have to agree with you to love you. Um, because we can get so like stuck in like, okay, well, this is my way. It's the only way. Um, but really this is my way. I own this way and I'm going to, you know, continue to, to, um, embark my path and whoever is with me is with me and whoever's not, I, I still love them, you know? Um, so, okay, let's, let's talk about, I really want to talk about like sisterhood and tribes and it's perfect because this all really ties into that because as you do, uh, get comfortable with the fact that judgment's going to happen, like it's inevitable and you start really, really being your true self and, um, staying true to who you are and what you stand for. And you start creating sisterhood, um, like and, and by the way, that's, I love that we're talking about this because I had Lori Harder on my podcast like a few episodes ago. And um, this year, one of my big things is I want to really, really um, deepen my my female friendships and and also like widen, also widen my, my sisterhood. Um, and I just, I love your your mission and you bringing women together. And I know it's so important because so many women, like we, we compare ourselves and we get jealous and, and then it's hard to create tribe like that guys. Like, you, you know, you, you say you want sisterhood and, and these friendships, but like at the same time, then you're, you're maybe experiencing jealousy about someone that, that deep down, maybe you do really want to be friends with her. Then you're experiencing jealousy or envy and, and we're women, we're emotional creatures. So I would love for you to speak into that uh, for our audience for sure. Yeah. So first I talk about the com like comparison a lot because it was also part of my journey because I was constantly being compared. Like when I was younger, like my family would always compare. So it's like, you know, everyone has a journey with comparison. And also the one, the one thing that I want to say is like to give yourself that compassion because it's always going to come up. Like you are, you could be so fulfilled and so in love with yourself and doing all the work and it could catch you off guard one day like you see that someone just got like the book deal that you wanted to get or you love this woman so much your friend you love her but you feel a little jealous of her like that's gonna happen but what the most important thing is is what you do with that and also what you say to yourself so it's like there's no, like, I would go on these like news stations they'd be like give us the top, top five tips to never comparing again and I'm like there's no such thing. Like you're going to compare, but does it come less and less as you're like shining, being super powerful? Like it doesn't come up as much when you're doing the work, but it's still going to come up. And so the way that you can support yourself is really, really knowing yourself and knowing when it comes up. Like for some people, it could be comparing their bodies to other women. So maybe it's who you follow on social media, or it's going to the beach or going to the pool. Like, what do you need to give into yourself? Because you're not going to never go to the beach or a pool again. But like, mm -hmm. what do you really need to focus on? And then mm -hmm. with friendships, I mean, this is an ongoing topic that I think women need to be talking about all the time, because this is where friendships really like suffer and you could think about all the people that you've been really close to and how it's changed among the years whether it's someone got married or always being a bridesmaid or you know in in like our industry like getting a book deal or everyone's very similar where they like want to write a book they want to speak like there are so many things that we could pin against each other and be competitive with and that's mm -hmm. where like 
this conversation needs to be going on and people need to be also saying that they go through that. Yeah. It's a real thing. And I just experienced it in the last year. I'll be totally honest with someone that I was in a mastermind with that I love. Like I've done the work of where was I responsible for this? And I did nothing to support her. And I got a few things that I would give her anything, my resource, my connection, whatever it is. And she is going through something right now where she's coming off really, really jealous. And I was so hurt about it for a long time. And then I just realized that that's her self-love that she gets to work on. And my self-love is being okay with that's where she's at right now. And it's nothing to do with me. Cause I get mm. really hurt by female friendships because it means so much to me. What's your sign? Just Leo. Curious. Leo. Okay. Do you know your moon sign? Um, oh my gosh. I somewhat Sahara was just telling me what my moon sign was. I wonder I if it's know. water. That's why I was, I was wondering. So, cause you're, you're a fire, uh, Leo. I was wondering if your moon's, um, water, but anyways, that's yeah. neither here nor there, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but so okay. Really mm-hmm. quick. It's like, it's like, let me think what, because this is something I do really want to speak on. And it's something I want to start really opening the conversation to is having healthy female friendships, like trusting that when there's an issue that that person, like I have an agreement with my husband, I have an agreement with my close friends within 24 hours, we tell each other something that we've made up in our head, because if we don't, we're going to make up all these stories that really link back to something that happened to us five years ago and have nothing to do with the friendship. Yes. It's like these like agreements with each other, but also doing the work to know that you feel when you do feel jealous, like don't blame that other woman, like look into yourself and also know that that's okay. That's natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's so powerful. And because it, it happens. And I think it's what you said is really key that, and for those of you listening, please know that if that does happen and someone you really care about does um, get jealous of you and, and starts to compete with you, that it really is not about you. Um, and actually you're inspiring a uh, deep healing to take place. Yeah, You really are. That, that's what's actually, that's what's actually happening. Yeah. And um, the best thing you can do in those scenarios is shift whatever you're experiencing into compassion and love and choosing to see that that's just that, that person's innocence acting out. That's all it is. It's their innocence acting out um, and really just choose to see them through the lens of love. Um, and that will be really, that's your growth. Right. So, so you're facilitating on, on either end there. And there's something I also want to uh, say on when you're talking about jealousy and envy is if you're on, if you're on the other side and you're feeling right, you're feeling jealous and you're feeling envious. I mean, I know I felt this before we all have, how can we expect to attract or receive the very thing we resent someone else for having? You follow like it's, it's envy and jealousy in a way. Yeah. Envy and jealousy are rooted in resentment. They are rooted in resentment. So, so remember that, like if, if that's you and you struggle with jealousy yourself, like, like write that down. You, 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 we cannot expect to attract or receive that, which we're carrying that vibration of resentment towards. So, um, you must shift into admiration and appreciation, admire and celebrate that person 
for their achievements. You know, it, I have a girlfriend. I'll just, I'll just drop, drop her name right now because she, she knows we talk about, she's one of my best girlfriends and she's also one of my best clients. <laughs> so um, we have one of the best relationships and it's, it's very healthy because we talk about everything. She's told me when I, when feelings, I love that you gave that 24 hour role. You guys, that's powerful. I'm going to implement that. I have that in my my relationship with with yeah. Gerard, but I I don't have that with my friendships. Like I haven't. It's so good though. It's so good because when good. you hold on to stuff, you guys, it just bottles up, and then you're and then it expl- it's just unhealthy. Right. You got to release it. You got to let it out, and of course, get to a space where you can responsibly communicate mm-hmm. about it. Um, but I mean, the communication piece is very key. And with with Julie and I, as I was saying, um she's communicated to me when she's felt jealousy rise and she, she communicates it right away. And, and it's funny because that now that we had communicated that stuff with each other, it's like, we don't even experience it anymore. Yeah. And I used to, yeah. And she, she had some things that she was, you know, a little jealous about me for in the beginning. And then I got, had some jealousy rise up about, cause she's such an insanely talented, effective, like a businesswoman. She's just freaking amazing right and she's like what she's achieved in her business and in her life is like it's just so powerful and I would catch myself sometimes going there and um and I just celebrate the crap out of her now like she'll so much so that she'll we call each other to celebrate our wins like we like the first person I will call and I think I'm like one of the first people she calls is each other to say hey and the thing is, is, you know, what sucks is I don't feel like I can call just anyone to share that stuff with because I'm afraid of of that, you know, that judgment on the, on the other side, right. Or that, that the, the competition or the, or the jealousy and same for her. Yeah. So also mm -hmm. where we are not, we're doing a disservice to ourselves and other women because women are being scared to um, Mm -hmm. speak up and celebrate their achievements because of various reasons. But one of the reasons being like, they don't want to lose friends or they don't want to, like, I, I can speak for myself that I didn't share loudly about things that had happened for me in the last year because I didn't want to, I was like being kind of a people pleaser and being selfish because I didn't want to lose that friend because I knew my intuition knew like what she was experiencing Mm -hmm. and what I did, what I could have done differently during that time. And that's what I've been working on the last year is say like, what's been going up for you. This is what I'm experiencing. This is the story that I'm telling myself. Let's talk about it because that's so powerful to have a friendship like you and Julie to where you guys straight up right away, say the jealousy. Cause once you speak it, you're like, Oh, that's actually not even the truth. And then yeah. you can really support each other and get to where you want to go. And you, you could be a badass businesswoman because you have her supporting you. And that's what you were meant to do anyways. It's just like, it's there. I wish that well, what I'm committed to for the rest of my life is these conversations and women developing and caring just as much as about their friendships as their romantic relationships, because that's what's really going to change the world. Mm, so true. So true. And I, I, I love that. I want you guys to write down the way that Sarah just communicated. Um, she gave an example of communication. Uh, and it's really important that, you know, if you do have someone in your life where you do feel like, oh, like maybe right now, as you're listening to this, you're like, there is someone that I, I feel that with. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like you've identified that there's someone um, that you get to clear the air with. Um, and yes, it's going to feel uncomfortable because those are, those are conversations and they, and they grow you as we know, the discomfort chosen discomfort leads to growth. So yeah. choose it and know that 
at what's on what, what could be on the other side is a beautiful like amazing friendship with that goes even deeper it just it will take really it will either do one of two things it will take your relationship deeper with that person or it will show you and reveal something to you that you really needed to know right and and what i want you to write down that sarah said is um two things uh uh well the, the main thing i want you to write down is the the story i'm making up um you don't it, i love that that communicating it that way or what I'm experiencing, like I'm experiencing this, like I'm experiencing, uh, having a hard time sharing with you my wins, you know, I'm experiencing whatever it is. Um, and, and the story I'm making up is that like, you don't like to hear about my wins. And I would love to know, like, if, if, you know, how you feel about that, you know, because rather than coming in with like, you, 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 this, you did this, blah, 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 yeah. made me feel like, exactly. this? I can't believe you said that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that's what we mean by responsible communication. So if, if you were, if you heard that and you're kind of wondering what we meant by that, that's an example, like what Sarah just did, because you're, you're, you're taking ownership and you're saying, okay, these are my feelings and my experiences. And you're giving the other person the opportunity to then communicate their feelings and their experiences thereby in uh, any assumptions or stories being squashed because you're now able to hear both sides. Yeah. I know I obviously, you know, people will say sometimes like easier said than done, or that's so difficult, but no matter what, yes, it's going to be challenging, but you're going to benefit from it. You're going to get a win. Like you said, you're going to learn where you are with that relationship, which you probably secretly might already know. You're going to become even stronger and deeper and have the true friendships that we all crave as women. Or like, you're going to get some feedback and they're going to get some feedback because I've had people do say that to me before. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't realize when I say that this is how it comes off or this is how, you know, it's just, you're going to have a win no matter what. The only way that you would lose is if you don't have the conversation. Hmm. Yeah. And when you do go into those conversations, like really just focus on like, I, I would even meditate if, it, if yeah. you feel the more the more scary it feels for you, the more grounding that you get to do, like you get to really ground yourself, you know, and yeah. and um, I've, I've actually done that plenty of times where I've meditated before having the conversation to get me in, in, a, in a love vibration. That's yeah. what I always, I always say is like a love vibration. Cause I know when I'm vibrating at love and I'm coming from a space of love, um, that that's the biggest part that I can play in yeah. that conversation. And that's, it's the biggest that I can show up. Yeah. So, um, and, and focusing and really harmonizing yourself to, to vibrate in, in that space of love and, and, and then going in and you'll actually feel that as you do that, like I found that when I do meditate like that, um, I feel so much more confident going in. Like I actually am, my fear level drops because yeah, yeah just, it, they don't go hand in hand, the fear and the love. So yeah, yeah your yeah. fear is dropping because you're actually coming from the place as to why you're really doing the conversation is because you do love that person. You are mm. in love. So just to get us back to that true state, I do that same thing. And then I'll also like imagine how it feels like after we have the conversation. So those yeah. are like really powerful tools for anything. Like, Ooh, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Because that's actually really, you know, Julie does that a lot. Speaking of Julie, but um, she she actually does that. She'll yeah, she'll visualize the end that afterwards. Yeah. And so actually, that's really cool. I, I really want to um, I really want to do that next time as well. Because what that does is that actually um, it energizes that outcome. 
So it just makes it even more likely that that's the outcome that's going to happen. If you actually visualize and experience what it would be like if it deepened your connection, if it brought you guys to the next level, you know, that actually, and what, what would that feel like? Right. What would that look like? What would that feel like? Yeah. For you? Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Thanks for sharing so that. I, that was awesome. Yeah, I do that with like a difficult conversation. I just imagine having peace. Like I have more space to create and do things that I love. I'm not worried about that. Like yes. what, anything that you're like calling in, like anything mm-hmm. that you want to create, like abundance, like imagine that it's already happened and celebrate Josh and I will like have goals. And literally before we go to bed, sometimes we'll like celebrate as if it happens. Like I'll be like, Oh my God, I love that. And we'll both like, it's crazy. We should have like a video and show it, but we'll be like, yes. And it feels like your body doesn't know the difference. Your brain doesn't know the difference. You feel that it happened, which has that, like you said, like you're in that vibrancy, you're attracting it. It happens faster. Like Dr. Mm. Benza always talks about that. Like it's next level. So good. Yes. I love that. And I love tying that into like this. I mean, you can tie that into anywhere. I mean, literally business, whatever it doesn't, but friendships too, like really feeling into what you want versus thinking about and being scared about what you don't want. Right. Right. What we focus on is what we get. So true. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, okay, Sarah, I know we're nearing the the end of the episode already. That like flew by. I know, what the heck? I looked at the time. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Um, but so is there any last things, like something maybe that we didn't get around to that you were like, that you really want to share or something, even right now, if something's like hitting your heart that you feel called to share um, with our listeners before we start to end the episode? You know, what's really just coming up for me is, just how powerful women are. I mean, we are so incredibly powerful. And when we like share and have these conversations and like get rid of our looking good or having to say the right thing, like when we really just tap in and speak from the heart, like so much success and love comes from that. And I just want everyone listening to know, like you are an absolutely amazing, amazing person. Like you are here on this planet to do something so big. And so I would just really, really like challenge you and invite you to for this next week, especially when I don't know when this is going to air, but when we're all at home, like start reaching out, start reaching out to a woman that you've wanted to connect with, reach out to someone that, you know, you need to have a difficult conversation with. And like, let's really start this movement together of having healthy women relationships where we smile. We're so happy and lit up when someone's checking us out and giving us bad looks, we smile at them because we know what we're giving to the world and we really just light each other up. That's what I want to see for every woman. Mm, That's beautiful. And by the way, this episode is airing this week. Okay, perfect. So yes. And and I love that challenge. I love the challenge of, you know, now the podcast is, this episode's about to end. As soon as it's done, pick up your phone and, and FaceTime someone, you know, connect with someone um, that maybe, maybe while you've been listening to this, that that person or people have come to your head already have come to your mind already. And, um, and this is an opportunity to, to well, Sarah and I are giving you the little nudge you needed yeah. to go right on over there. <laughs> yeah. So um, impossible to have, like, I, we've already known that we are going to be friends and I want to be one of those people that we celebrate like more of that, like celebrating each yeah. other, lifting each other up, like start today while you're listening to this episode. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Sarah. I just love you to pieces. I'm so happy that we did this. I know. I love you. Thank you for (laughs) an amazing woman. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. And where can everyone now that they've experienced you, if they aren't already following you um, and all and all up in all your stuff, where can they find you? Where should they go? Give us all the details. Well, first Instagram, I love connecting. I'm sure, I don't know if you guys, if I got to share this, but I just love bringing women together and connecting. So I love talking to you guys on DM and just sharing everything that I have going on and how I can support you. So you could follow me at Sarah Pendrick on Instagram. And then I have like our website and everything that I'm up to on there. That's the easiest. Yay. Okay. Awesome. And I'll put all of that in the description per usual in the show notes for you guys. Um, and Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us. And I, I really envision this being in person, but you know, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in LA too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're so close yet so far, but this is perfect. I'm super grateful that we made it happen. And I love the conversation that we just had. And I really hope you listening enjoyed it as well. And that you were able to get something from it because this is something that I hope we are able to spread that we can spread together, you know, us women uniting, empowering each other, spreading the love, spreading this message out, you know, um, you're, you're not alone. We're in this together. So thank you, Sarah, so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Love you. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Ashley Hand Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone else who you also think will enjoy it. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss out on all the future juicy goodness. Also, if you would leave me a rating or review, I so, so appreciate that. It's how I know I'm providing you with value and it inspires me to keep going and giving you guys this awesome free content. Oh, and if you have an Instagram, come hang out with me over there. If you screenshot this episode and tag me at ashley.hand, I see and read all of those and I love sharing your story post to my story as well. Make it a powerful day and I'll see you on the next episode.